One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. And Dave has logged himself out of the, the story. No, I haven't. I haven't. I've just forgotten his past. Password again. It's all fine. It's, it's Evangelion 69. <laughs> <laughs> Threes instead of E's. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more. But don't worry, don't worry, because that's what time travels for. You can always go back and try again. And if you go back and kill your friends, you can always go back. Six simple minutes. All the time it takes for the iron engine, that infernal train of hell, to make the journey from Dis to the forgotten realms, those lands of magic and adventure that once played host to the saga of three heroes that we call the Dragon Friends. Three minutes have already elapsed since the train left the station and it is picking up speed any second now. It will pierce the border liminal, that space between worlds, and render the Dragon Friends unconscious, which would be tactically inadvisable since you are currently fighting for your lives. Your enemy stands before you, the engine mistress of Dis, proud, fiery, a marvel of unholy engineering, and... Logan the Huge, your total druid ally who has fallen under her spell. The dragon friends stand arrayed, proud, bobby pancakes, halfling rogue, tall and majestic filch, half-orc barbarian, slightly weird business associate, possibly human, warlock, Michael Hing, aka Friezo. Huh? <laughs> I was lining up my dice day. And the battle commences as Logan, with a faraway glassy look at his eyes, lurches towards you. Logan, you have the first action. Oh, how close am I to these dum-dums? There is so little space here in the engine cabin. Most of it dominated by a giant furnace. You're about five feet away. Okay, well, I'm going to do a big slap with my Skyblinder staff. Who are, you, who are you attacking? You, Michael Hing. Oh, damn it! Make an attack for me, please. That's a 15. 15 20 plus, plus six. Plus, plus, oh, that'll hit. 21 will hit. Damage? Yep. Hot five. Alright, so Logan lurches towards you, a faraway look in his eyes, and smashes you in the side of your head with his powerful totemic staff. You take five points of damage. You have a chance to react because you're up next. Ooh, well, uh, I'll attack you. Oh. You fucking loser. There's quite a bit of drama we've what's, got going what's in the your first few hits. What's your the, armor the class? The of drama. <laughs> I'm a big turtle, so What's probably. Your armor class? Is he allowed to ask that before? I don't like being against. I don't Michael like King. him asking that. Yeah. No. It also strongly suggests to me that he has some dice that he can control. That's not a regulation no, no, no. dice. What is that? That's the one we got from D and D. All right, all right, okay. okay. This is the this is the special sparkly one. I bought it because it's the, the end of the um the season. I'm so suspicious of you bringing in a special dice. <laughs> this is no. This is from our special. You're trip not to allowed America. to use it. Simon no. gets to use the <laughs> dice. There you go. Yes. Do you bring Ooh, loaded D&D dice? Yes, obviously. No. Um, 19 is my... 19. All right, I will attack you with my strongest thing, which is an Eldritch Blast. Cool. Yep. Uh, that's a 16 plus 9. So is that's going to hit. 24. Uh, so that's 1D10. Uh, Yay, I get to play another character soon. <laughs> uh, that is 20 damage. What? Received. It's two tens. Look at that. It's all right. I'm a giant turtle. That's a ten and a one. Just oh, so you that's know. a zero. No, you, what you're doing there? Uh, oh no, it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is. Well, 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 Dave. 
You say 20? Looks like I've loaded all the dice. Yeah. <laughs> that is 20 damage. To do anything less would be sloppy. Okay, Frieza attacks you with a huge blast. That is going to be enough to trigger for you one more wisdom save if you can try to beat the engine mistress's thrall spell. Oh. I want you to know that if you break out of this spell, you have me to thank. Oh, I don't know about that. What do I got to get? You need to beat a 21. DC 21. 21, all right. You, your eyes snap and you're back. Logan is back with us. Hey! This is the most beautiful 10 seconds of my life. Take me back. I want to go back. Please, please. I will say you probably lost the most efficient amount of hit points in that time possible, but you are back and it's the engine mistress's go. Okay, um, she's going to use fire ray. Oh, um, great. All right. Yeah, I guess. Hold on a second. Fire ray range spell attack. One target. Okay, what? That's right. So you're going to need to make a spell attack for me right now. Who are you going right. to attack? Um, I don't know. Is there anyone who feels like... Like they stick out to me. Well, you just saw. Oh, that's like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you were hurting. Oh, you were hurting my boy. Oh. Um. All right. Well, yes, I'm gonna aim for. You're it. gonna cast it right. So yeah. the engine mistress comes forward. Her eyes flicker with fire in her beautiful Victorian hybrid dress. The mechanical um, sort of cogs and and beautiful unholy mechanics of her face realign themselves, and a bolt of fire bursts towards you, Freezer. Make a spell attack for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. It's a four. That's a four. <laughs> plus, uh, where is my spell? A four. It's going to only be plus six. So that's a ten. So okay. the well, fire looks like it fucking fizzles like an idiot. You're taunting her. You're taunting the engine mistress of Dis. Well, she was trying to kill me, though. You feel pretty good that she missed? Of course. Okay, you're multi attack Don't forget, yeah. so you have two more okay, attacks. Yeah, I'm going to go again. You're I can, a dog. I'm going to use fire ray. You're a dog, Jay. <laughs> Come on, fire ray. both at the same time. 12 plus 6, Yeah, that's 18. We'll 18. hit her one more. Oh, again. So, yes. Oh. She has three attacks. She has three attacks. That's right. She's a high-ranking cambion of the second circle of hell. The other one is 13. 13. That's right. your own dice, too. <laughs> and four, Damn it! <laughs> one of them hits um, Hing, and you take another nine points of damage. What do you nine want? damage. That's too many. And the you next got me for 20 like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, shut up. Phil, you're currently raging, is that correct? Yes, of course. What are you angry about? Do you remember? No. <laughs> well, pick something new. Oh, I'm, ang- I'm angry at the fact that, uh, that that train is attacking us. And I'm angry about our impending death. That's fair enough. Okay, then it, your death is impending, remember, because, yes. as I said, it was only three minutes. It's about two and a half minutes now until you all pass out unconscious, and then she can basically do what she will with yeah. you. So, so, and what form is this? Is, is the, the mistress in? She's currently in her mistress configuration, not her engine configuration. Cool. So, uh, like a high-backed Victorian dress, powerful, imperious, robotic-looking woman. All right, I'm going to chop off her legs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't chop off legs when she's a train, Dave. All right, no. So you want to use a hammer to chop off her legs. <laughs> well, you know, when you got a hammer, everything's a nail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so that uh, one misses, that one will that succeed. One hits, uh, goody goody. <laughs> and that is a Fourteen points. Fourteen points of damage to the, her legs. Yes, to her legs. She stumbles backwards and bumps up against the furnace. The door swinging open, and as fire seems to lick out from the wounds inside her dress, the cracks that are beginning to appear. Fire. So too does fire sympathetically burst out from the engine. Some of it bursting onto the control panel of the train, and there is a sickening lurch as the train picks up speed, accelerating. It seems that something is going truly wrong. But Bobby Pancakes, you're up next. Okay. Quick question. Can I do magic when I'm a werewolf? 
Yes. Um, no, no, you'll have to turn back. Oh, you know what? Actually, you can because you can. Yes, of course you can. Okay. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on Montaigne, um, which is she has to do a, a wisdom saving throw, and if she fails, she gets 3d6 psychic damage. Okay, roll a 12 or higher for me, Montaigne. Oh, no. So what does it do exactly? I roll the 18. An 18. Oh. Secret whispers from Bobby's time with the wolf and seem to have no effect on this powerful demon of hell. Wait, and what did he whisper? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible hey. to understand why it had no effect, and yet it doesn't. But Logan, you are up now, and you are again a free agent. Oh, does absorb element do anything to the fire leaking out of her leg? Is that... Every, when you get attacked by fire, you can spit it back out if you want. So you want to cast that? Uh, you've recently been attacked by an Eldritch Blast, so you can probably fire that out at someone who isn't me, ideally. Yeah. Oh. You, but you haven't cast it yet. I didn't cast it before. Oh, oh she's not, the, the train mistress isn't really slapping us with fire, though, is she? Oh, she, yeah, oh, she just slapped you quite a lot of fire. Just Sorry, I just got a cool app that tells me all the dice and stuff, so I've been investigating it. Yeah, okay, I'll cast that on myself, please, Dave. All right, you're going to cast uh, Absorb Elements on yourself. That's your action. Do you want to use your movement? Yeah, I run around. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Logan starts running around. As you <laughs> and I say, hey, hey, I'm free. Uh, or come get some, you, you big silly metal. It is actually probably important to very, very clearly signpost that you are no longer a mortal enemy of Frizo. I think that that's probably fair. Yeah. So you just start running around. Who's not? Oh, yes. <laughs> I do. I start, I start spinning on my shell going, come hit me, you stupid metal. Very dick. curious to see actually who Frizo is going to attack next because, of course, you are up. Why, who, who, what are my options? It's just, it's just mistress, right? Well, the, yes, that is your. I enemy. mean, I could attack. Do you want to attack Tom? You, no, I don't. But, but I'm just. What do you? What would Frizo do? The objective is to stop. Is to is to survive the train. Why do I always feel when your voice goes like that that you're walking into your memory palace? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, that's how I, 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 my memory palace is filled with my objectives. Now I will. I have a thing called the Scroll of the Tarask. Right? Yep. <laughs> Which I got several seasons ago in the Twitch stream and I've forgotten about. But apparently if I use it, it sort of drops a big demon into, the, into this place. You were warned it's a thousand years ago in the time of the Netheril that there was a spell that summoned, yes, a greater demon, a sort of cryptid, what do you call it? Um, Godzilla? A Godzilla is probably fair. A kai- kaiju? A kaiju. You were told that it was a terrible spell, the stuff of nightmares. You were begged never to use it and to return it to its rightful inventor and owner. But you have held onto it now for two... He was getting round to it. For two years. And if you want to read those sacred words, you can summon the Tarask inside. And I cannot stress this enough. The cramped engine quarters of a moving train. And we're in this whole mess because of the demon that you released last time. Nah, I reckon you Don't can... listen to anyone. The This is up to you. What does do Frizo do? Do you have much plot to go in the rest of the <laughs> finale, Dave? Like, what's your vibe? We, and could, we could call it early. <laughs> <laughs> as the fight rages all around him, as Logan spins with fury, as the engine mistress fires bolts of fire backwards and forwards, scrambling inside a pouch. A pouch, an old tattered scroll is withdrawn by Frizo, who, <laughs> as the train lurches forward, struggles to read all the Rosian runes. Make an intelligence check for me. Oh, that's an 18 plus intelligence, so that's 20. Uh, an 
and all of you get the sense that something is very wrong as a single point of blackness, blacker than the night, blacker than nothing, blacker than antimatter, bursts open from the center of the furnace and inside that blackness as it grows you would swear to yourselves that you would see from immeasurable distance an old and ancient eye looking back at you all of you suddenly feel a great sense of dread but none of you more so than the immortal being that you are fighting one who did not truly believe that anything could test her as she recognizes that for the first time in 6,000 years she is in mortal and permanent peril. What do you want to do with your action? Oh, um... Run around. Uh, I, I'm gonna... I'm gonna desperately shoot an arrow from my Hellfire Oath bow at the eye. Alright, you can use your main weapon. Yep, which you haven't had a chance to use yet. Make an attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, three attacks, in fact. You can lose three off three attacks. arrows. Well, that's one. That's a 13. And that's a... Alright, unfortunately the one means that as you spin around panicking your hand, there's a clatter of metal and a small sheath opens up inside your wrist and out emerges a beautiful old iron crossbow and you aim it but your hands are shaking now as suddenly you feel and you realise that you are in terror and it clatters to the ground and falls at the feet of the dragon friends as you back away, back away and then suddenly there is a snaking tendril as a spiked, as this circle which is growing and growing and growing, a tendril shoots out of it, wraps itself around the midsection of the engine mistress of Dis, high cambion of the circle of the Iron City. And for just before you are pulled into that circle, you look at Frizo and you have a chance if you want to say one line. I'm just going to say exactly what Ben's just whispered in Something my real ear. Cool. Something real cool. Something real pithy that you'll be remembered exactly. for for ages. <laughs> Fuck a sucker ding dong! <laughs> And there is a rip between worlds as the engine, the iron engine is derailed Dude, by a colossal force meeting an immovable object, an unstoppable power that pulls the engine of Mistress of Dis into a world where you do not know, in through a rift in time and space, broken by a spell that should never have been made, written an age ago by a wizard who should never have been a wizard, by a wildling mage, and as she falls away and disappears and makes some noise for Montaigne, whose character unfortunately is already at an end today because the engine of mistress has been defeated. Thank you! And in her place is a much greater peril. Half of the cabin is already now destroyed as more tendrils is begin. It, is it coming out? Or is it yes, coming? it's coming out now. The Tarask, the scroll of this of summoning a Tarask has summoned a Tarask and it is huh. slowly pulling its way out of the it's the abyssal space in which it was into the world that you occupy. The Crane, Dave, how much time has passed? How close are we to the wall between worlds? You are about 90 seconds away. Okay. Um, I'm going to just head up. I'm going to grab everyone in my big, long werewolf arms. I've got um, the, the medallion of the oh, engine mistress. Yep, the bronze thing. And you have the iron sign. That's right, the she's wearing. Sign. So I'm going to just like... Hold them in. Everybody touch this amulet and let's see if we can ride this out, baby. So your plan is a hug. Oh, that's good. And when, Ben, (laughs) has that ever failed? I got a question. This could help. Um, When I withdraw into my shell defense, can I take everyone with me? Ooh. Oh, how roomy that shell. You want to hug everyone into your shell. We have established that he is as wide as the doors to a Westfield. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think. But how much of that is filled with turtles? I was gonna say it's not a magical space. I think you can draw them <laughs> into not, your. Wait, Tom, do you think that when turtles go into their shells, it's like a genie going into a bottle? <laughs> yeah, there's an armchair, there's a fireplace. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Weasleys when they go to the tournament of the Quidditch. World I Cup. reckon you can get Bobby in under your shell, and I reckon if you do, I'm a werewolf. When Bobby's in his halfling form, but yeah. I reckon if you do, Bobby would have a terrible time. Uh, <laughs> no, weekend away. What do you think? Question: Are we bringing Hing's new friend? <laughs> Sorry, are we bringing Frizo's new friend? Are you hugging the Tarask no, as well? No, uh, obviously not. All right, so you're pointedly uh, okay. leaving the Tarask out of this hug. Dave, I haven't read the scroll, but do I control? <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> but do I control the Tarask? No. Now? Oh. So it's not like summon greater demon. No, what you've done is you have summoned an unthinkable horror into hell, to be fair. You've travelled a thousand years to try and undo the, the risks and danger that you have put your timeline in, and you have brought a super weapon back with you, and you have activated it the moment that you got back to your own time. You have, so we you have, you have a train. <laughs> you have created a monster that you can't control. If only there was some precedent for this in literature or... <laughs> But at this moment, Bobby takes all of the dragon friends as the train begins to whine and whine. It lurches, continuing to accelerate at all times. There, the black hole of antimatter, the knot, in reality cracks and opens again. And half of the train is sucked into it as the engine cabin that you're in rips apart with the tortured rip of steel breaking apart as the dragon friends can see now in front of them what seems like a railway leading off into a cosmic chromatic horizon of nice. strange and terrible eldritch beauty. The train rails just glistening off into the distance. Bobby takes Filge's hand in one claw. He takes Frizo's in the other and then Logan weirdly... And lowers his head gently into the top of Logan's shell. <laughs> That's right. As the dragon friends feel, uh, do this, they feel the brass pass around Bobby's neck begin to glow and a bubble envelops all of you as the rest of the train is ripped away. Out of that void appears a giant bony beast, one that you will see in your nightmares for the rest of your lives, all spikes and tendons and carapace and tentacles and pain and wisdom and terror. And it is looking straight at you, Frieza, with an ancient wisdom of one who will remember you, an immortal being who will hunt you down for the rest of your time. Yeah, join the queue. But as they say <laughs> in the Dragon Friends, not technically your problem because the brass pass activates and it sends you back out of hell back to the forgotten realms the train disappears the world turns to white and the dragon friends it seems at last are home and, and we can't like the portal to hell is closed it's, it's closed behind you yeah, the brass pass has had the moment you pierced the border liminal the old magic of the chronomancer is activated and okay. it sent you back to where you were meant to be. Does that be. mean there's now a Godzilla in hell? Yes. Yeah, and Ben Jenkins is there. Oh, nuts! <laughs> it's the last thing Ben Jenkins needs. Yeah, it's, I would say, remember that hell is not a place that is unreachable. It is not unable to reach you. For now, this is not a problem. There may be, in the future, consequences. All Hing heard was not a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem. No right? harm, no foul. Not like any of the dragon friends are going to go to hell. <laughs> but the things they've done. Dave, I think now that that's happened, because you, you probably had a lot to get through, and actually me summoning that monster is probably actually probably quite a quick way to, to, to sort of t tie that up. He, uh, literally, the, it was on rails. The story was on literal <laughs> rails. But I, 
I, I, I think you could say thank you if you'd like, like if you'd like to, <laughs> because that sorry, would have no, for us to kill. Because obviously Montaigne's character, very powerful, would have gone on for that could have you, been the whole first half. But you, oh, you want me, you want time me, I to just, get through the rest of your bloody story. I just need to, just there's not many times when I am actually affronted, but you want me, <laughs> you want me to thank you. For playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> in a way that you think is helping me. We're on the same side here, Dave. <laughs> we, we, were, we were both... Dave, just, tra- just, I, just say thank you, please. Hing, thank you. Thank you, Dave. For what this is going to allow me to do. <laughs> I really mean that. Thank you. All right, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, if you just saw that written on a page without any of the menacing tone, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Written in blood. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, the dragon friends, it seems, are back. And as your eyes swim into focus, you realise that although the air seems strangely familiar and there is a tangy salt hanging suspended in it that is reminiscent of the water of Deepwater Harbour. What? Piss. What? Your piss shouldn't be salty. Well, I, Should I, it? I well, know, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> a tang that reminds you of Deepwater Harbour, suggesting that you are back in the city that is your home. There is no sky above your, your head. There is no distant vista that you Wait, can see. Wait, there's no sky above our Because head? you are inside... Oh, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. ...a small <laughs> storeroom. There are stone... Dave freaks out every morning thinking the sky's gone <laughs> and Shaq has to tell him that they're indoors. <laughs> That's why they have glow-in-the-dark star stickers on their ceiling. (laughs) Simple stone flagstones, wooden, old wooden beams, old wooden doors. You're in what seems to be a storeroom. There are boxes lining a wall. There is straw on the ground. The door is closed and you seem for now to be alone. Logan, you wake up with a start because everything about the world seems very wrong. What is this? Where are we? What's going on? What Have you, you ever been inside before, Logan? <laughs> no, I've been in a tent before, but this is much different. This is not... No, no. <laughs> Logan, You've time travelled. You've time travelled. This is the first time that you've travelled for... for through yeah, time. Yeah, through, through time. So this I, is, I really hate to be a stickler on this, yeah. but he hasn't time travelled. He's moved forward in time. That's time travelling. I'm doing it right now, Dave. Um, <laughs> he travelled 300 years in an instant. Okay, fair enough. You think that that, yeah. Fair you, enough. I think that's time travel. You've time travelled. I'm glad that, I'm glad that we're, we're all right, but what do you call this? I'm just... So he's got his hand on the door and he's kind of opening it closed. <laughs> what is it? It's like a... It's like a... It's like a mouth. Is this, oh, have we been eaten? Oh, my God, we've been eaten quick. And I get my staff so, out and start smashing the door. Logan, Logan, Logan. And I hold his shoulders and I say, there's not mouth, This door. These ceiling, wow. these walls. He's been inside. No, no, no. He has, I think he's it's been canon inside. Ben. He's only been in tents. <laughs> and here in the future, there are doors everywhere. <laughs> you better watch yourself around these doors. Some open in, some out, some slide, some flap. If in doubt, just knock. I don't know if I'm ready for this, but maybe with my friends, I can walk through doors. <laughs> I fucking hate this. this? We link arms and walk through the door. Is the door open? Yeah, uh, the the door is closed. I think I said that. So what do you want to do? The the room is yours. Uh, 
You really think we're back home in our, our own time, our own land? Well, if we go outside, can we look at the stars, Dave? Yeah, of course. We'll um, find some sort of boy and ask them what day it is. <laughs> you there! What day is it? <laughs> He's just shouting that out loud to see if you can hear. Yeah, I yell at a boy. Uh, uh, no no boys in the room. <laughs> no boys well, in I, the room. I got outside. In, in the distance, in the distance, you hear. Can you do it again? You there! What day is it? So far away, but these boys are trained to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Why, sir? It's High Harvest Eve." And then he gets run over. <laughs> Why, sir? It's fourteen ninety-two High Harvest Eve. I. <laughs> they have trucks in this world. No, it was like a, it was like a horse and carriage, but it just messed him up. <laughs> and the horse was going. Grrr. <laughs> yeah. Is there a grumpy horse? It was a grumpy horse. Wait, what did that kid say before he got hit by a horse? <laughs> Not repeating it. No, so 1492, which is the year, that, that is... That's the regular year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, what about these... Is um, that the year before we left? Uh, it's, you've probably lost a bit of sense of time. It's, it's pretty close. lost a bit of sense of time. It's pretty close. All right. You did get warned by, the, um, by Marceline Val, the chronomancer that sent you here, that you would not get back exactly in the same place or the same time. And to be fair, you left in Icewind Dale in, I think, 1497 or something. It's 1492, and it seems like you're in water deep. My mum decided to come tonight for some reason, <laughs> and all of this is making her regret every decision leading up to it. <laughs> yeah. Possibly I, even having me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so roughly the same place, roughly the same time. Well, right. should we go and check out the castle? See what's going on over there. What castle? Oh, if it's still, Strad if it's still castle. there and it hasn't been dropped into hell, then we'll know that it's... No, because that has been dropped into hell. So we need to go... What else is in this world, Dave? Let's just leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave the room, Dave. All right. No, no, wait. Logan, you got to do it. We're all here for you, buddy. Uh, and we all massage his shoulders while he while he opens the door. I take sort of three three tries, but then I kind of weasel back out, and then I finally just take one step through, and I stand there for about five minutes, <laughs> and then I take the other step, and there's a tear in my eye. And with a great proud, summoning a vest, true reserves of courage and and self pride, and and even dare I say it, love. <laughs> Logan opens the door. <laughs> Guys, the future is so much more beautiful than I thought it was ever going to be. Yeah, a turkey for every pot. Dave, <laughs> it's a regular sized door, right? It's a normal door. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the size of a Westfield door. He's going to find it very difficult to get out of the door for two reasons. One reason is that it's a quite small yeah, human sized door. It's not door. Westfield numbers. And that makes it hard to walk through it. But the other thing is that as he opens it, this big teary face of a, let's be honest, total druid who is having something of a personal moment. He stares into the confused face of a young, uh, young man in dark black robes, holding a pile of dark, what looks like dark black robes. As he walked, as he was about to indeed open the door, and it was opened in his face. He opened the door. He was about to open the door. Oh right, yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs> That's okay, you have to wait your turn. I'm doing the door first. Oh, no, I got a lot to do. So, uh, you guys, you guys, uh, you guys, you guys good for robes, by the way? You guys good for robes? Giving them out for free? Well, I mean, that we, seems to confuse him. Giving them, I, I mean, it's Thai Harvest. 
You, you meant to be here, so you need a robe. Yeah, yeah, yes. we'll take robes. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, where are your robes? Um, we put them in the wash. What? 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 I'm, I'm sorry. You, you've known about High Harvest Eve for months and you decide to wash your robes now? We had an accident, okay? I don't want to talk about it. Oh. All of you? We all ate some bad, bad clams. Clams. Bad clams. Oh, there's bad a bit clams. of that. Bad clams. You're, let me get. The, you're trying to convince him that you spill it. Spill it out for me, please. <laughs> I we spilled, shed our robes. You. <laughs> I thought no. He spilled some clams on our robes. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> and they were bad clams. Oh. Make for me a deception check, DC. 12. That's a, tw- hey. that's a 20. That's a 20. That sucks. Is okay. he so convincing that he shits himself again? All right, well, guys, the meeting, the meeting's starting in, in, oh, gosh, how long? Five minutes? Ten minutes? Yeah, any minute now. Any, anybody minute now. And if you're not and there... he starts throwing robes at all of you. Oh, I don't know if I've got... Oh, I've got an ultra big one for the for the, for the the huskier gentleman. <laughs> Throws it to you. Um, all right, well, best of luck, and uh, I won't tell anybody, but you better chop, chop... And he he goes to leave. Oh, by the way, a kid died outside. (laughs) (laughs) And just as he's about to leave, he suddenly turns as if he's remembered something. As you're all scurrying into your robes, he turns and looks back at you. Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Um, Password. Yeah. (laughs) You asked us before. No, 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 no. I I, I did the password. Solstice. Excuse me? Um... (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what's happening that's, right now. It's, it's the, the solstice. solstice. I, do you want the solstice password, or do you want the secret password that? The, for the oh, actually, hang on. I don't know. Are you? Wait. What level, level are you? you? What level are you? Oh well. I mean, look. I, I, yes, I am doing robes right now. Yeah. But yeah. that's actually just because Tim got sick. Well, so did Matt, you don't tell anyone. We told you that word, okay? Because that's for the VIP party after the high harvest thing happens, okay? So you can't... If people will see someone of your rank in the VIP party, they'll know we told you solstice. Make for me a deception check. (laughs) Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Uh, that's a nine. That's a nine. Um, deception. Look, I, 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 don't know, I don't know anything about a VIP party, but I, 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 I need the password for the meeting. Yeah. One password. I need the password. This is the, the password to get in, to get into the house. Does he look armoured? No, not at all. He's a young guy. Let's just... Um, <laughs> There's life ahead of him. I, I want to make a fresh... This is a fresh start, you know? New timeline, new uh, us. We, no, if we kill him now, it can't affect us because it's the present. <laughs> <laughs> you know before... No, wait, what? No, that's not how it works. Before, before we're in the past, right? No, but it affects us now. No, 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 but, but it can't have big effects because it's just now. But we don't know where we are. And except for later... But that's not (laughs) What are you talking about? King, when you are in the present, actions still have consequences. (laughs) But not the same. We've done all this and you've learned nothing. 
but not the same as when you're in the past. When you're in the past, oh, I, oh, I went to the teppanyaki restaurant, and now no one has any dicks or something, you know? Guys, listen, Davin Tyrrell's gonna b- bloody hit the roof. I need the password. I need the password right, right, now. right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, lock oh, you. oh, oh! The password is peppercorn. That's from several seasons ago. You fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I doubted you. That's right. The password is peppercorn. Yeah. a fat one. All of you. Now remember. Wait, is that real? Davin, <laughs> the Grand Inquisitor is meeting with the rest of the House of the Artificers any minute now. You're needed in the Great Chamber. Should Apparently. Apparently, there are two very special guests at tonight's meeting that you are all to meet. And news, it seems, from Daggerford. And with that, he adjusts your robe and his own to bring it over his face. And he walks away. And congratulations, you have stopped the cultist. So, now you can can escape if you want. Sure. (laughs) What? Who was Davin Tyrrell? He's the first guy we ever (laughs) fucked up. Oh, we killed his nephew. No, so Davin Tyrrell framed you for the death of his brother, but sure. I mean, it's no peppercorn, but it's pretty close. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, you're guy. all making your escape, is that right? You managed to squeeze out as well, Logan? Yeah, I yes. squeeze. All of you are heading out down the corridor. Are you sneaking? Are you running? How are you doing this? You know no, why? We're, like, we're under the rope, so we should just be able to be Walk walking yeah. normal yeah. style. Yeah, we're doing Monty Python, like slapping ourselves in the faces with Bibles and walking in a... <laughs> Wonderful. Am I big or small? You are by now, because the you've sort of gotten away from the moon, you're small again. Okay, all right, cool. And as all of you make your way, you see up ahead. Make perception checks for me, actually, everybody. Uh, ooh, not very perceptive. Eight. Ten. Eighteen. Eight. All right, eighteen. Uh, Bobby, you suddenly notice that with their back to you is the figure of another cultist. This one, obviously, like an... Uh, with orc or ogre blood, a big, big, big brute of a, of a cultist. And they haven't spotted you yet. They're about 20 feet away, and they're looking down the corridor the other way. Um, guys, just uh, huddle. There's somebody, there's somebody up here, so let's just pretend we're having a chat, and we're not going to talk about it. We don't show our faces, and we'll just... Um, just play, 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 Peppercorn, Peppercorn, Peppercorn. Now, you are... If you're trying to escape, you're going to have... you just saying Gooby Garby? Yeah, I'm doing normal talking. If you're trying to escape, Bobby, you're going to need to go past them. The corridor passes them. So you're going to have to address them, talk with them, or otherwise deal with them. Uh, yep, uh, yep. Okay, so I'll, I'll just sort of go walk past him uh, with a plan. <laughs> <laughs> with a clam? With a plan. Okay, what, what's, your, what's your plan? If he addresses me, I'll say that his dick's out, and when he looks down, I'll run past him. <laughs> that is a plan, my friend. I'm sorry, Mrs. Griner. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Simon, Ooh, Simon's entire family have come tonight. <laughs> it, it took a lot of convincing for them to do the family reunion here tonight. <laughs> uh, After 30 years, they're all here. Do you yeah, know the real, reason be... <laughs> the real reason they haven't come before, except the first year that it happened, they were at the one where Hing's um, character oh, choice no. was to scream while he masturbated. <laughs> and at, at interval, my mum was like, oh, I'm a bit tired, it's really good, but I'm, oh, I'm just a bit sleepy, so we might go home. <laughs> it's been like six years or whatever. Yeah, well, well, there are still some great restaurants in Newtown open. You can still get in. <laughs> a plan in motion is a beautiful thing. As Bobby, you step forward to the cultist. As you walk, he's so distracted, he doesn't notice you get right up to him and you actually are able to sort of, you have to clear your throat for him to turn around. 
and then the figure turns and you look into the face of a powerfully built half-orc with a kind and trusting face, a face that you saw years ago of a small-time orc with big city dreams related to one other dragon, friends. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for our second guest of the evening, Tom Walker as Dilge. Tom, I have your character sheet here. Oh, you stuck it back together. I I taped up. I had to use quite a bit of tape, yeah. But for now, of course, because you're back, Dilge is alive. How funny would it be if we killed Tom? (laughs) I was hearing you guys advance upon my back backstage, and I was like, I could have an early night. So, um, Dilge, you turn, and Bobby is about to say something when you you see recognition in Dilge's face, and it has to be said, a flicker of confusion. You gonna uh, do the dick? D- what? You? Do you? Hey! Have you? He just hugs him. <laughs> okay, you, so Bobby, you, Bobby gives a little hug, which I would say is basically thigh high, but he, he gives you a little hug. Oh, it's like I'm wearing one little furry boot. <laughs> uh, do, do you oh. know us? What? Well, yeah, you guys. You've only been gone a minute. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby. Yeah. Frizo. And Filge. You would recognise them, Dilge, but it's there are changes. Bobby is now wearing a sort of tight-fitting black mm. um, He looks outfit. a lot more haunted. Me, I have more. to be honest. Me basing me this mainly on context. Frizo? Frizo? Yo. Don't know a sensitive way to bring this up. <laughs> Your race change. <laughs> <laughs> what? Since when? Um, <laughs> suspiciously soon? How, how would you describe my race now? Human. More specific. <laughs> uh, Actually, Dilge, are you feeling hungry at all? <laughs> just say no, just say no, just say no. Field shoves Frizo in the face and gives Dilge a really big hug. Oh, okay. So Dilge and Filge, two uh, brother and sister reunited after a thousand years and after an untimely death many seasons ago, give each other a big hug. You, so you just here a few seconds ago and then new disguise? Cultist robe's not good. He's grabbing his cultist robe. I thought we agreed black robe nice, but... Hey, Dilge, remind us what the plan? We're going to spy on the ritual. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Peppercorn this for us, Hink. No, 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 no. We're going to go spy on the ritual and fuck, this is sick because, and he whispers to Dilge. To Filge. Her (laughs) name is Filge. Who? I'm Filge or do you want to whisper it to Tom? No, 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 Alex. To Filge, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember before there was a cultist and then there was a dragon and that's how Tom, uh, that's how (gasps) Dilge died originally. And then we used his body to prop open a door. Yeah, you stole a lot of stuff from his body. So if we do everything exactly the same as we did last time, (laughs) Tom gets to go home early. You still whisper, you whispering to sister while she still hugs me means that you're whispering (laughs) to me. (laughs) Don't worry Dilge, we got you buddy. Got me what? A turtle? Uh, Ooh. <laughs> this is our friend Logan the Huge. Okay. Hi there. Uh, well, recruitment mission seems to be a success, but you all seem a bit different than 
So we, where did we go last time you speak to us? Where us? Yeah. Well, you said you'd just be back in a minute. You were just doing recon. Oh. And as he says this, you suddenly see a shadow fall over the dilge of a figure coming to see what is taking so long on his recon mission. And all of you look up in confusion as Filge, the half-orc, walks out of the door behind Dilge. So I have to do that? No, you don't, because to play that half-orc, welcome to the stage, Alex's brother from Melbourne, Rian and Lee. Ah! Wait, so... Tom is playing. Tom is playing. Alex's D&D brother. Yes. Yeah. And Reed and her actual brother is playing <laughs> Alex in this reality. It's a simple adventure. Try to keep up. So. Yo, oh my god. This is Filge, level one, bangs, um, half orc barbarian. Did we fly him here? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? He hadn't arrived when we started the show. <laughs> This is... If I seemed out of sorts at the beginning, I was getting a lot of text messages. But you're here now, and that's the important thing. I have a character sheet oh for God. you. You are a level one half-orc barbarian. You fight with a right, mole. I you know have, what those words You have mean, three so javelins. Really you have 14 armor class. You have 14 hit points. I'm going to help you do everything. Cool, 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 but cool, right cool. now, you're confused because yes. your brother, you see a talking to three figures that look suspiciously like your friends on this mission, but older, stranger, and more grizzled as you look up at them. Wow, two sisters. I'm the luckiest brother in the world. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ha- Filch. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. I'm your... Orc, orc voice, orc voice. Orc. Yeah, back in uh, season orc. one. How Alec, many... Back in season no, one, no, Alex no, was... No, 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 How many episodes of my podcast... <laughs> That I have done for the last eight years. Have you been? Have you listened to? I, I went to the superhero convention one where you did it live. And <laughs> he went to. Pax. That was in 2017. Yeah, and what a show! <laughs> what a show! <laughs> Since then, I mean, I've I've meant it. it's on the list. It's definitely on the list. <laughs> there are so many good podcasts, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, Here's the thing. Yeah, Hamish Blake has a new one There's out. There's a new This American Life every week, oh, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and also, because I literally just flew here from Melbourne, I, I don't, I haven't heard a, a single thing you guys have said. Yeah, no mind. time to listen to the podcast no. on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, not a good, God not a good vehicle. You put some headphones that's on. Marin time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Who you understand, you you're here? Uh, that's about as much as I've got, yep. And yeah, and yet, she is here. Crazy. What does Filge do? What does she think? What's her reaction? She's freaking out. She's like, who is this? It's like a better looking, younger version of me. <laughs> Technically, is that right? No, I think you're the better looking, younger version. <laughs> and that's the, she thinks the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why, why have you put me in this position? <laughs> you thought it was bad that your family were in the audience. <laughs> Okay, all right, you piece of shit. There can only be one of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> me made some mistakes Fuck. and me here to correct them. Fuck. And there can't be two me's. Me know how this works out. Just one. Just one me. Filch, remember last episode or whatever, like, like a couple of days ago when I was like, I'm sorry, I have to kill the dragon friends? Let me kill you. No. Oh. no. If I kill you... You that, don't have to kill no, 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 no. If you kill her, she will die. No. 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 She's past no. you. This oh. doesn't feel quite right. 
I'm well, gonna... she passed me. Yeah, if you kill her, you're no longer there. <laughs> no, no, she... no, no. Yeah, no. but then what? She gonna kill me? No. Well, if she does, she'll just kill herself. But later, someone in this cult must have whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get Frizo. <laughs> <laughs> and Filch knocks on the door and calls out Frizo, and then I'm coming, I'm coming. Please welcome to the stage, King's fiance, come. You motherfuckers. King, is she sitting with us? You want the mic? I don't want to be rude, yeah. but we have a fucking guest. Can you get up out of your seat? Yeah, no worries. So the figure suddenly walks in, but powerful blue skin, a strange, haunting expression of absolutely no emotion, impassive, strange, robotic, distant, unfriendly, an associate at best, a friend's never, of level one warlock, Hing's character of Frizo. And I apologize about the name. Now, uh, Hum, I know that I told you when I asked you to be on this, that you weren't actually going to have to play any Dungeons and Dragons. I lied, and I'm really sorry about that. But that's your hit points. I don't know what that is, and I'm not going to read babe, that. Babe, 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 <laughs> babe, this is so hot. <laughs> I'm going to throw this into the <laughs> All you need to know... She's just taking off her engagement ring. <laughs> so, Hum, all you need to know is that your... <laughs> adventuring friend Filge has brought you in to see that Dilge and Filge are currently talking to four strangely reminiscent adventurers that you don't trust because something is going weird and kooky with the timeline. Frizo. It's me, Frizo. <laughs> you have been listening. He's classic catchphrase. <laughs> Uh, this is going to seem really weird to explain, but and I also because I just said I was going to kill you, but please listen. We time travelled. We, you, obviously, we gone through some shit, we went back in time, we come back to here. Why is that guy human? Oh, yeah, that... Well, I mean, you Gaze into that. your future! <laughs> One day you'll be Chinese! <laughs> So Dilger's clicking his fingers and just mouthing the words Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so is this, I have to a sidebar here, just a little Dungeon Master to player chat. Has this yes. changed the plan at all? Uh, seeing that you're going to have to kill yourself, played by your fiancé, is this still the plan? I'm kind of excited by the prospect of, <laughs> of murdering myself in the past, Dave. Yeah? There's something quite tantalising about it. Well, this is a sidebar, so you, do you want to do anything that... I just want to know, uh, can you tell me the, the physics of this world? Yeah. If I kill my old self, will I die? My, will will Frizo die? Will, will Chinese Frizo die? Why don't you... <laughs> if he kills, I think we should start calling him Chinese just so we all have... We're not doing that, we're not doing that, we're not doing that. It's clearer. No, no, we could... <laughs> Everything Australians say sounds like a slur, but that really sounds like a slur. Yeah. On account of how it is, yeah. um, does anybody... Because I, I, think, I think this is fairly simple, but does anybody have any theories as to how this works? Yeah, if you kill your past self, 
your future self will die. But aren't these past selves in a different timeline? Yes. Separate to the one that so we're you just well, you don't know. This is all theoretical. That's true. You don't know this. Why don't you do this? Why don't you just do like a little like flick on the forehead or like cut a little thing there and see or if like, you get Oh, yeah, scar. cut, cut oh, Frieza's finger off. Finger. No, just, you just... Scar. Yeah. Why don't we chop off Dilge's finger then future Dilge show up? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dilge. What? While you were saying that, there is suddenly a click as if a lockpick has expertly picked a door just beyond in the shadows and another figure, a very small shadow, falls on Dilge and only goes up to his midsection as another halfling rogue walks in. <laughs> Played by Simon Greiner's dad. <laughs> Makes a noise for Christopher Greiner. So my mum didn't come to see me, she came to see her husband. Does he have a microphone? Or uh, do he does, share? Ben's got yes. his microphone for him. Oh. Reed, and under your chair, there's one more microphone marked Chris. Now, have you ever seen a woman be disappointed as a mother and a husband <laughs> in one night? Oh no, they're both nerds. <laughs> uh, Chris, have you Jamel. ever played Dungeons and Dragons before? Yet. <laughs> okay. okay, so you are playing Bobby Pancakes. Who's oh, can I just ask Chris? I mean, you sort of saw some of the show tonight, but... Based on if what... That's y- an assumption. That is, Talk yeah. to the oh. <laughs> You've just been outside on your phone. But uh, based on context clues and maybe talking to your son in the past seven years, can you describe... No, well, there's not much of that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> can that's you another just- assumption. <laughs> can you describe to me what you think this show is? Uh, it wouldn't be printable. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Good lawyer answer, Chris. Okay. So, uh, Chris, you were playing a halfling rogue. Everybody, we're all keeping Ask up. Ask him if he knows what a halfling rogue is. Do you know what? You're playing a hobbit thief, Bilbo Baggins. You're playing a Bilbo Baggins. Ask him oh. if he knows who Bilbo Baggins is. Do you know is. who Bilbo Baggins is? Absolutely no idea. Okay. All right. He has a real job. You're okay. You're playing a, a small, magical man yeah. with a moustache. Uh, you are a small, you're, you're a small thief. You are going on adventures with the rest of your friends and now you are face to face with a version of yourself who seems grizzled, older. He has a scar on his neck. Much like I'm feeling now. (laughs) (laughs) And dark, haunted eyes. He looks like he's seen some shit. You, as a sort of young, innocent thief on the make, are a bit freaked out. He looks just like I always thought he would. (laughs) I look like you think you thought you would look like? No. Like I thought you would think that I would look like when you were that old. Fuck. Dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, now I will ask that... <laughs> Bobby and Bobby and Frizo and Frizo, can you quickly make for me perception checks? Oh, yeah. Hum, that's you as well. A two, that's a two. Simon? Oh, 12 and Dad got 12 and I got a nine. Oh, right. wait, what is it, perception? Dave, I got a 20. You got a 20? Oh. Yeah, is that oh, good? Oh, no, hum. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry. You're good at Dungeons and Dragons. I'll kill you. Stop looking at me. You're... I think She's you might natural. be a natural. Babe, 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 let's get married tonight. <laughs> That's right. You, you rolled your first natural 20. which no, it means... was a maths 20. Oh, it was a maths 20. But it means that Frizo suddenly pricks up uh, her elf-like ears as she spins around and says, and you realise that th- there are footsteps of three figures coming down the corridor the way that you just arrived from. There are more people coming. You can tell the others if you want. This is information known only to you. No. Uh, that's classic freezer. You're doing well. You're doing well. All right. Yes, and hum. Yes, and. Do you want to do anything secretly in preparation? I want to kill the future freezer. In, in, in preparation, you want to kill future freezer. Yeah. 
Okay, great. Well, you can cast Witch Bolt, I suppose. Sure. Which dice is Witch Bolt? The same one, roll for me a 20-sided dice. The rest of you, because Frizo has not helped you, are caught unawares as suddenly there are the figure of three more cultists walking down the corridor. And because you're at this moment, your capes are all back in a matter of some confusion, they can see that you're not who you're meant to be as they approach and address you. <laughs> um, I think a dice was just rolled, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah you're... she rolled really well, but um, I don't know how to help her. We're going to come back to this. I got but, that again. But right now... Hold two goes there. Who's... What's going on here? I, you guys just had a... You guys just gave me the password before. Now there's more of you. Wait, that was your you? Accent. Your accent's changed. Your accent no, changed. no, I'm talking about these guys. Oh, the other... The not us guys. At yeah. that moment, in the moment of confusion, Frizo whips around and casts a lethal witch bolt at Frizo. Yeah, it's an 18. It's an 18 plus You rolled an 18, so. which hits, and you do another 14 points of damage to you. How many hit points have you got left? About 30... Uh, 29, I think. All right, now. 29 hit points. 29. As the, the younger Frizo, not trusting for a minute, suddenly her, her eyes glow purple as she starts to draw Trace's runes you recognise and a bolt of purple light hits you, you scream in pain, and the guards react to this with sudden panic. Oh, my God! That's cuckoo bananas. <laughs> oh, that, you can't be doing all this. Oh, no, this, this stinks to high heaven to me. And he pulls a bell. And he pulls it. Yeah, he pulls out a bell as the other two emerge and race towards. We're going to go straight into Dungeons and Dragons combat, which with ten. I am going to stress this enough. Ten players, three of which are sharing chronological space with three other players. And the first one up is Reardon. Congratulations! You're going to be our first act. What do you want to do? What are, what are my options? You have a maul. You have three javelins. You can go into a rage. You can throw something. What do you want to do? Uh, I'd like to throw a javelin. Great. Throwing a javelin at? Um, Frieza. Okay. <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right. You're going to attack Frieza as well. Great. Make an attack roll for me. Wait. Chinese or Frieza? Yeah, yeah. You're Frieza. They're Frieza. I can say Chinese, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. 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 the only ones who can say it. I yeah. really would prefer if you didn't. <laughs> So, suddenly Filge roars and throws a javelin, sorry, bangs Filge, not side phase, undercut Filge, and throws a javelin which clatters at the ground just inches from Frieza who gives a little undignified shriek. Ah! <laughs> and the next one up is Bobby Pancakes. Which one? Simon. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, slash one of the guards with my sword. Mm-hmm. Um, and that hits for 23. Yep. And does... 12 damage. 12 damage. Okay, the guard shrieks and dies instantly as you remember that these are level 1 guards. This is an adventure for a long time ago and you are very, very powerful. And that's how you do it. All right, the the next one up is Dilge. Okay, Dilge is swinging a light hammer. Don't worry about Dilge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Filge. Um, is it... um, Seems like a lot of people are attacking uh, your friend Frizo, but also some of them are attacking the guards. I'm going to attack a guard, I think. Um, the one whoever's closest to me. Yep, one of them is a mo- I'm going to swing at them uh, with my maul. Yep. Ah, I rolled poorly. All right, unfortunately, that, uh, you're, yeah, your rage has died off, so that's the end of yours. The guards go next, and one of them starts ringing a bell. You see, you hear bells sounding all around as it seems like the alarm is well and truly going off all over the house of the artificer. But the other t- two advance. One of them's dead. So when I say the other two advance, one of them advances by falling over bleeding from the mouth, and the <laughs> other one advances by stabbing Dilge. No! Oh. So... 
Dilge, you take uh, five points of damage. Okay. And the next one up is Chris, Bobby Pancakes, the younger. And what are my options? You have daggers that you can throw. You can try and hide if you don't want to fight. You can... I would like you to can pull someone's look daggers. You got to look daggers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to intimidate. Make an intimidation check. Roll How did deck. you know? Yeah, who are you going to intimidate? The guards that are attacking you? No. No? Who? My elder ego. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bobby stares daggers at Bobby the elder. Make, I need you to roll this for me quickly, I'll Chris. Go ahead and roll that, Thank bad you. boy. That's a nine. A nine, all right. And this is an, obviously an opposed roll by your wisdom saving throw. Oh. So you can just, you want me to roll it for you or you just roll it? And that's a 12. So you realize that this Bobby despises you for some reason, but you are still able to act. Some reason? <laughs> For now, and the next person to play Dungeons and Dragons is Lawyer Hum. Oh, Lawyer Hum had already had it. Lawyer Hum, sorry. Oh, I'm getting confused. It's Frieza. <laughs> if I kill old Hum, do I die, Dave? We, we yes. don't know yet. It's all We don't know. Do I offered you to cut. chop off a finger, but. Okay, well, why don't I just kill Reardon then? Whoa. No! And see if Alex dies. All right. <laughs> Make yeah, an attack for me. No, 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 not Alex. Bobby's already died before, so how do you feel? Look. No, don't kill anyone. We're going to have to kill someone to see what happens. Just chop up a finger. There are two guards still, one of them ringing a bell. Fine, I'll kill the guard then, Dave. Um, I will stab the guard with my nine life stealing uh, sword. Make an attack. Uh, that's a 15. That will hit. Yeah, all right. And then uh, I think it's 2d6 damage. They 12 hit points. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. That, that's two. That's, that, I didn't... That's, that's a six two, and a six. He's dead. Six. All right. <laughs> There's only one guard left. And Logan, you're up. I use my thorn whip and I whip him around the foot and I just belt him on the ground, if right. possible. Make an attack for me. 20, no, 9. All right, never mind, because the next one up is Frizo the Younger, Frizo the Pure, Frizo the Simpler, Frizo played by Hamira. Hum, what are you doing? Um, who's the last guard? Well, you're, the last guard is played by Ben, but you are also attacking Frizo if you what want to. What accent does that guard have? Why don't you ask him? Why don't you talk to You can talk to him. Where are you from, guys? Well, I'm from a little town not too far from here, Daggerford. Beautiful town where the peaches are as sweet as. I'm gonna kill him. All right, All right okay. <laughs> you spin around, you cast another witch bolt, new, ra- new runes in the air as your eyes glow white. Make for me one more attack. Is that the big one again? Yep. Five. Five plus your spell attack is not enough, so the spell fizzles unfortunately, and the next one up is Riordan. I would like to maul that same guard. And charging forward with a big two-handed hammer is the figure of Filge the Younger who races forward and there is a splintering thud as the guard cultist flies backwards into the door which cracks open, the last corpse destroyed and behind that door is a figure that none of you have seen for a thousand years for some of you, for others not since the Battle of the Ship Line. It is the figure of the Crime Lord that rules the wicked undercity of Waterdeep, the man that was once your boss who you saw die on a battlefield in another lifetime. It is Janos Mir, great coat in hand, a sewn up wound on his shoulder but still very much alive as he bursts into the room. And he takes in the room and he takes in the carnage and he takes in the doubles and goes, well, looks like the infiltration plan shot to shit. Would any of you mind telling me what the fuck is going on? 
a simple question in one that may be difficult to answer for it has been three years in the making the dragon friends have traveled so far further than before a thousand years into the past a thousand years into the future through hell through high water all on one single mission to make it back home make it back to where they belong but what if your home is taken what if you walk up to your door and find that residence is no longer permitted in a city that you once held home what do if you find a brother that was once yours only to find a sister that he already has is there a place for you anymore in these forgotten realms is there hope anymore is there a way to live in this time to find now the answers to questions such as these tune in to the final episode of this season of Dragon Friends thank you the cast of Dragon Friends for this month is Alex Lee Simon Greiner Michael Hing Tom Cardi Montaigne Tom Walker Riordan Lee Chris Greiner and Hum Dave Harmon is our Dungeon Master with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Nick Harrick Shakira Khan is our producer podcast is edited mixed and mastered by me Hugh Guest and Dragon Friends is recorded as always on Gadigal land in the Euron Nation This week's episode was made possible by contributors to the Dragon Friends Patreon who get special early access to ad-free episodes as well as live show recordings and exclusive of content every other week. Until next time. Make a hundred mistakes and make a hundred more. But don't worry, because that's what time travels for. You can always go back and try again. And if you go back and kill your friends, you can always go back an extra few seconds. You can always go back. How are you, Michael Hing? Uh, I'm on top of the... Why are you asking? Do you know anything about me or what? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been undergoing some tests at the hospital recently. What? For my, that, for my that life. Was, I, Just I, how I, we wanted to stop the show. No, no, yeah, no. I didn't feed you that line with that in mind. No. I thought it was going to be, I'm great, let's go. Oh, no, no, no. I've been having some... Um, I've got the thing called COVID or something. And it's, Wait, uh, what? <laughs> no, uh, no, anyway, so they've been doing this thing where they put powder in my lungs and then they induce an asthma attack. And I've been doing it like a couple of times a month and it really sucks, but... I had to go get a lung x-ray and, I, and then I said to the specialist, can you tell me about that? They're like, ah, oh, you can't get back until February. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this. So I got the x-ray people to send it to my mum who's also a doctor and was like, maybe mum can have a little crack at interpreting it even though it's not a specialty but you know, lungs are lungs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, she, is that what you said to her? I was, yeah. I was like, I don't know, lungs are lungs. She was like, I'll give yeah. it a go. She's, not a do- she's, she's a vet. But, yeah. um... <laughs> but, she said, but she said my dad was a, a, like a rabbit or something. No, 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 no. so... Um, I sent her the picture of the thing and then she sent me back a report that was like here's what's going on and I'm like I can't fucking understand that what's going on and she said this is what she texted back you're as normal as you can be <laughs> and I don't know if she's saying like you're as normal as a person could be no or, she didn't she didn't but could, yeah. she didn't didn't she's say like, that we've seen the charts of what you've got Michael and yeah. you're as anyway. normal as you can be is like a beautiful sentiment that's your you are Lisa Simpson <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's a James Taylor song, isn't it? (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.